You just heard uh, James with Man vs. Movies. Um, give his page a like on Facebook. Always good listening. But now for the next hour, you'll be chilling with me and uh, Alan and Julian. How you going, guys? Good. Uh, glad to be here as always. Yeah, very well. It's uh, I think it's my second time, so it's exciting. Exciting times, exciting times, yeah. Julian. Uh, a few topics on tonight. We're going we're gonna to crack straight into it. We've got a real busy show. But um, more importantly, tonight's the, the, meet, the, tonight's the night for the meet. So it's the, fir- it's the first official car talk car meet. We're having it at... Um, Sydney Road Kebab Box uh, in Campbellfield. So we'll, we'll be there at about 8.30. Uh, you can come chill with us, the guys in the studio, and um, you know, ask questions about your car, show us your car, grab a kebab, HSP or, or a hot dog in, in, in kebab wrappers, as you guys seem to like. cheese and tomato sauce. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the guys on the, on the Halal Snack Pack Appreciation Society might call that haram or... Don't worry, it's dingo. a halal. It's a halal <laughs> hot dog or sausage. It's a haram dingo dish. Um, but yeah... Definitely come down. I'll, I'll mention it again towards the end of the show. But yeah, tonight's the night for the meet. Um, give it. Let us know your thoughts on tonight's topics. Uh, give us a call on, or, sorry, or send us a message, I should say, on zero double four double seven double seven nine eight nine. That's zero double four double seven double seven nine eight nine. Let us know what you're thinking. Any car questions for all of us guys here in the studio? Be happy to answer them for. Happy to answer them for you. Let's just let's get straight into it. Um, <laughs> Some funny things happened to me like in the last couple of weeks. As you know, I've got new wheels in my car on the F6. And you know what? I'm starting to regret, you know, buying such a niche market car because I've got to change the wheel nuts for it because the, the back wheels are a different offset. So, um, like, they still fit on there and everything, but to, to make them look kind of, kind of right, I've got to change the wheel nuts. So I called Ford because I need to get the front wheel nuts for the back. Yep. Guess how much per wheel nut they want. Ooh, I'm gonna say fifty bucks. Close, thirty-seven dollars and fifty cents per wheel nut. So what? Who the hell's gonna pay that for a wheel nut? How many wheel nuts do you need? Is it five a wheel? Eight. Well, wow. well, two are the lock nuts. So I don't need those. Okay. But yep. Yeah. So you can Jeez. do you can do the math. I'm, I'm, I'm I refuse to pay that. I'm like that. That is just outrageously <laughs> stupid. Yeah. And it's that's a sec- it's a, what is it, the second time your car's uh, done this to you? Or? Well, I'm finding everything with for some reason that's got an FPV badge or FPV insignia is just like for example. <laughs> oh, let's just charge you double the price or three times the price or in this case of my rear bar four and a half grand but let's not go there uh, that's what insurance companies wow. are for okay yeah so <laughs> word of warning to people who are buying a niche market car or, or something really odd and strange be prepared to fork money out because <laughs> when, it, when it bites you it's going to bite you in the backside and, and me thinking oh it's just a falcon parts will be easy to come by yeah I, I was very wrong so yeah a bit of trivia for you don't buy FPV wheel nuts because they're going to charge you. They're going to charge you thirty-seven fifty uh, a wheel nut. So I'm just going to leave the ones that are on there. <laughs> I don't care. Well, as long as they they work with the car, that's fine. No, that's exactly right. Like it was just because um the old wheels uh, on the rear got a wider offset. Yep. So the the, the wheel nuts are longer. Um. So these one the, the wheel nuts that are like they're on, on their new set of wheels on the dark car just they just look a bit like, look a bit more out. Yep. But I'm not, I, as I said, I, I refuse to pay. We'll cut them down and be fine. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, just just, just do that and, you know, get, get We'll, we'll to... get our way there. You know. <laughs> half of them will, like, shake off by the time we, get, time we get around the corner, but that's all right. That's all right. Look, um, we've got a few topics on tonight. Alan, you wanted to talk about oil. Yeah, I've been uh, looking to possibly just self-service my car in during the six-month interval mm-hmm. and just let my mechanic do the one yearly service because uh, I'd just like to get a bit more hands-on with my car. And uh, the most important thing, I guess, when it comes to the service is the oil and the oil filter. Oil filter is relatively easy. 
Um, there's usually just a few to choose from. But oils are uh, a different story. And, yeah, uh, so. Yeah, and uh, even even the, uh, the 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 owner's manual itself, it's got three different options. It says it recommends 5W30, but uh, you can also use it if you're in hotter climates like we are in Australia. We do get 40-degree days, uh, 10W40 and um, 10W30 as well. So it's you've already got a range of three different viscosities to choose from. And then you decide to go to the forums for a bit of extra help because you think, you know... Car owners, bad place. <laughs> you've got people using, um, uh, I think it's Rotella T6, which is for diesels. Okay. So they've got them using people using that in their cars, and it's all the same car, but everyone has a very, very strong opinion on what kind of oil to use, and uh, it's just it's very hard to get a straight answer out. Well, well, you see, oil is such a touchy subject because th- there is just so much in oil that people don't expect. People just think, oh, it's just oil, and, you know, just stick it in the car. It doesn't work that way. One like working in an in a automotive you know, parts shop, sticking a specification is always the first thing you should do, no matter what. Like People say, oh, the car's done 400,000 Ks, you should put thicker oil. No, because you can't replace oil with... Um, you can't replace metal with oil. It just doesn't work. Like You can put thicker oil in there, but that's, that's just not going to work. So I get people come in and just buy the thickest oil for like brand new cars, and they're like, oh, it should be right. I'm like, no, it's not right. They're like, no, don't worry about it. And then you know, later on down the track, they're in, a, they're in a bit of strife. So getting your oil selection right from the, from the get-go is... Probably one of the hardest things to do, but once you get it right, you can at least you know what you're getting and go yeah. from there. But the other the other question I've always had is, you've got the more expensive brands like you know Mobile One or Royal Purple. Mm-hmm. Is it really worth it? A lot of people swear by it. I don't know, especially if I'm going to change it out in six months. Well, here's the thing, you know. I like to spend good money on oil because I like to put good oil in my car and you know and to, to ensure that everything will be fine. I'm a bit I'm a bit pedantic with my car. I change my, I change my oil in both my cars every five thousand k's, but I only do that like you don't have to. That's a bit that's a bit too too stupid. Considering uh, fully synthetic oils, uh, they've got the chemicals in them to make them last a lot longer. Yep. But I just like to save my seals and everything. Um, in regards to big brand oils, yes, they are good. Um, you know, your Royal Purple, your Mobile One are fantastic oils. But um, having said that, you can get oils from a different company that. Their top spec oil are good as well. For example, in in the F6, I use um, a Castrol a Castrol Edge uh, uh, 10W60. Now um, the Edge is like their top of the range fully synthetic oil, and to be honest with you, the car doesn't the car runs awesome on it. And I, I've had I've had other oil. I've had some Penrite in there, you know, a whole a whole, a whole whole other range of stuff. And you know what? I haven't found the right oil until I tried that oil. So yes. I found it worth because that oil I'm buying is like seventy bucks, uh, seventy bucks for a five liter. You, you, the royal purple option I was looking at was going to cost me a hundred bucks. Yep. I'm like, you know, I'm skipping out on thirty bucks here and there. But you know, having said that, it's st- it's still a good oil. And I'm uh, finding that royal purple is a bit more expensive because it's hard, one harder to get, and two, um, not many people know about it, so that when they can charge it, they have to charge a bit more to you know to keep the supply up. So. You've got those options there. Yeah, because that's what I've been looking at, and um, with the fully synthetic, I was looking at Casserole Edge that's available for my car as well. I think I need about five litres. It's priced around the 65 to 70 mark. Yeah. Versus the Royal Purple, which was once again 95, I think. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm still new to this, but I'm still of the belief that if you are changing it relatively frequently, um, you should be able to probably get away with something that doesn't cost 100 bucks. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Look, you know, I've got I've got mates that swear by Royal Purple, and like I had a mate he had an Evo, and um, the previous owner just just ran on Royal Purple. He ran on a Royal Purple, and you know, and swore by it. He he, re- he reckons the stuff is good enough to drink. You like it? <laughs> Don't do that at home, people. But um, 
just, you know, it was like, you know, he said it's the best stuff ever he's ever used. But having said that, you know, you, you get on forums, you get on, people are going to have all different sorts of, all different sorts of just, you know, ideas of what's good for them, what's not good for them. So, you know, having said that, check the lube guides on each of the company's oil sites as well. So if you just go to, like, for example, you put Castrol and, and Space Lube Guide, it'll come up with a net lube, and you click onto that, and it will tell you, for your, you scroll down to your card, it'll tell you exactly what you need for it. And it gives you recommendations. So if, you, if you're having trouble picking on oil, but you, you know what your manufacturer recommends, say, for example, if you want to choose a Shell or a Penrite or, you know, Nulon, whatever it is, go to their lube guides and check it. And, in, and once you do that, you can get a better grasp of what the companies are recommending. Yeah, why don't you give that a go? I think it'll be a lot more helpful than the uh, the forum uh, fights. I think. Yes. Well, see, the thing is with forum fights is just everyone's got their own opinion on stuff. So, look, I, I love delving in, in forums, but you don't get answers properly. So I prefer to go to the source. And like, for example, when the reps come into like to like you know to the place I work at, I, I have a chat to them and, and, I, and I say to them, like, I had, I had an issue with the F six because uh, they're on their. Um, in the F6 manual, it says uh, specifically it takes a 15, uh, 1540. And, um, and I'm like, but in your lube guide, for one of the things, it says a 0W40. A, a zero a, a They're like, yeah, that, 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 that can't be right then. I'm like, well, you tell, that's what you're telling them, telling me and the people. And, and then, but then, then they had the other option of, of like you know, the 1060 and, 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 yeah. the, and the, like the, the proper stuff that's made for it. Because... On my first oil change, I put like a, I put that what they recommended, and and it started giving me lifter noise on startup because the oil was just too thin on startup, but on, on operating temperature it was running mad. So, um, it's just it's a fine line with oil. It, you need to know what you're looking for. We'll continue this. We'll, we can, this is a big this is a big topic. We'll continue this topic right after this. We're gonna go to a short break. We're gonna go to a song by I can't remember say the word Fantagram. Uh, you don't get me high anymore. Um, it's quite a quite a cool little track actually this one. So. We'll be right back after this. Um, you're back on Car Talk, 98.9 Northwest FM. Time is now uh, 17 past 7. Um, we've still got a lot to go, a lot to cover in the show. Back on oils. Um, Julian is a big fan of oil. Love my oil. Yeah. What yeah. type of oil do you use, Julian? Uh, so you're laughing because you know it's coming. <laughs> like personally, today, like I, I've been using the extra virgin olive oil. Oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, oil. it's recommended. It's good. It's good, yeah. Um, I do swing by the canola every now and then. So yeah, no, And vegetable. I was gonna say that I, I kind of like the vegetable. Oil, yeah, vegetable. Yeah. Sometimes I like to grease myself up a little. You're gonna go to the coconut oil variety? Or? No, I don't like coconut oil. I, I, I just got that good thickness, oh. that nice viscosity. <laughs> yeah, you but uh, you can never. Ten W forty coconut oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it doesn't work well for the car though. I've learned that the hard way. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, anyway. Uh, yeah, so he's put it into his mouth. That's my two bits. So. He's two cents. He's two cents. On the topic of oils, though, oil flushes. You pro or against? I'm on the fence because it it depends, right? Like, for example, I know, like, reading the Ford documents from when my car was serviced at Ford, inverted commas, you know, Ford servicing. Um, on the on the you know, on the sheet of the work they did, they they say, oh, uh, put run oil flush in the car. So they were they were doing like oil flushes every service, but I don't see a point because, like, like for example, if if you're doing regular oil changes, your oil's not going to get sludged up. Your your oil's not going to really get bad. You can just you know. Just change it. Just change it, yeah. So, if it's if it hasn't been changed in a long time, like, well, here's the catch: if it hasn't been changed in a long time, it's going to get to all the sludge, yeah. But then, if if you if it's not cleaned out properly, the sludge is going to get caught up on the all, all the arteries of the engine again. So it's it's pretty much going to get no kind of point. It might actually cause more problems. Exactly if right. You break off a piece and get it stuck somewhere. Yeah, my next one I bought a bought a work van, and it was an old highest you know, POS basically, 
Um, and he's he's like to me, oh, I'm thinking about doing an all flush. But and then like I spoke to him like a week later. He's like, I'm like, did did you, did you do the service? He's like, yeah, but I didn't do the all flush. I'm like, why? He's like, I took the uh, the rocket cover gasket off. And there's a little bit of sludge in there, and he's like, I just didn't want to, didn't want to damage. Like it's running fine as it is with the oil change, so he just left it. So, um, you know, I'm kind of on the fence with with, with the oil flush. Like, I'll, it's good to do, don't get me wrong, but I'm um, on the same same token. I don't find it necessary if you if you're doing a service every, you know, on your on your your regular services on like you know, on the amount of k's. So, uh, and and don't quote me on like a five thousand k service every service. Like you know, you don't have to do that. Um, most intervals from new cars like ten to fifteen anyway, so um, you get you get away with that. I'm just a bit pedantic and stupid, um, so that's probably what. Yeah, Julian agrees. He's nodding his head in the yes, studio. Yes, no, no, taking care of your car isn't stupid in my opinion. Well, Maybe. look, look as a, the way I see it, it's an investment, and you got you got to look. You have to look after it. You know, like it's it's a car. It's a losing investment, but it's an investment nonetheless. Like you know, you you, you want you want what's best for the car. You don't want to really damage it, and, and you know cause you know trouble in the future you, you want it for as long as you own it to, to be good exactly and with with an extra service particularly if you're doing it yourself you spend what an extra hundred dollars 150 dollars a year if you if you do it twice versus just the once and it's and, peace of mind yeah and that, that over 10 years is what 1500 extra dollars a new engine is a lot more expensive <laughs> than 1500 dollars in most cases so uh you know i, I think that's a worthwhile investment big time and, and like look I, I, from my from when i get my car service my mechanics like to me the only times he's had people with new cars come in, for example, like this one Commodore came in as a V Commodore, did eighty something thousand Ks, never been serviced. Not Jesus, once. I'm surprised it lasted that long. You know, it's a, it's a credit to the car. Was the oil just pouring out like sludge, or was it? Still- oh, dude, I've got pictures of this, the, the engine in this car. But he brought it in; it was showing a code, you know, flashing flashing an engine light. So, um, so the the mechanic's like, yeah, you know, he's, he's like, oh, it's it's saying it's stressed the chain and low on oil pressure. <laughs> takes the rocker cover yeah, yeah. The, the the rocker covers off the sludge i've never seen an engine this bad like it's it was that bad like the rest of the car looked perfect and it just showed what a car looks like when it has been you know maintained yeah for 80 80 something thousand k's with no service it's quite interesting because uh, our suzuki sx4 at home it maybe does 2000 k's a year maybe yeah. even you know somewhere around that area and we still get it serviced every year just because you know oils break down exactly over right. time and you want to you want to keep the car running there's no point in you know uh, fair enough we do use it very little but we still want it usable when we until we switch it on I'm saying. um but, but on that car like it, it was just about ready to blow up like it, it, it was surprised he drove in there did it get fixed that's a real question <laughs> well um, he's like to me. He's like the mechanics like to him. Your engine stuffed. Like you, you need to either rebuild it or just put a new one in there. He's like, uh, you know what? Just put the covers back on there and I'll sell it. <laughs> 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 ah, so good. So 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 some poor you know poor soul bought a car that was pretty much on its deathbed and um, yeah, and the guy didn't particularly care. <laughs> so um, not not fun. Not fun. Um, but you know what? That's that's the way it goes. I guess check cars when you're buying them. Um, but yeah, that's the importance of oil. Just make sure you're doing it right. And for for those of you who at home and in the car or wherever you might be, that still like a bit confused about what the what the numbers mean. Do, do you know what the numbers mean? I believe the W represents um, the number tec- or the letter technically means winter, but it's just the the viscosity at a cold start. At a at a, at a, at a pouring temperature, yeah. cold start, yeah. And uh, then the the higher number or the second number represents its viscosity at operating temperature. Operating temperature, that's exactly right. So, um, so 
people get a bit confused. So, for example, the first one's out, like, you know, starting temp or pouring temp, and the second one's out, operating temperature. So it's just good to know. So um, it's, a, it's a bit of car talk advice on, on, the, on the radio today. And I'll, I'll just add if you don't mind, yeah, because this is, I guess, a vested interest for me. If you do service your car at home, please uh, recycle your oil properly. Take it to either an auto parts store that takes uh, old uh, containers of oil or Definitely. take it to your local tip. And then we usually recycle the oil because we come and pick it up and it you know, pays our bills. Yeah, so, uh, exactly yeah. right. <laughs> just a little addition there. And it's, it's good for the environment. You, you don't want to be pouring oil into drains. It's terrible for the environment. Um, that and like like even car batteries and other stuff, you know, people do recycle them. So it, it, it's it's a little bit out of your day to to make sure, you know, we live in that extra bit of days if you if you, if you know what I mean. So exactly. And there's a big fine if you do pour it down the drain. So big fine. I'm not I'm not speaking from a vested interest point. I swear. <laughs> so he says. So he says. Um, we'll move, we'll move along now. Uh, tire choice. Um, regarding the tyres I put on the, on, on the car, I was I'm going to do a bit of a review on, the, on those tyres. So I put uh, Dunlop Maxport RTs. Um, they're a soft compound tyre. Uh, I was, you know, my um, my tyre guy was kind of pushing me towards them, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll suss them out because I was really tempted towards to go to um, Michelin Pilot Supersports, which everyone seemed to rave about, and they have been in the last few years. But Motor Magazine did a test, did the 2016 tyre test last year, and um, the, the new uh, the new Dunlop like uh, Sport Max RT came out on top, you know, and like I'm I'm so I'm like this guy this guy wasn't BSing me. He was like this must be a good tire. So um, I'm like you know what screw it. I got a good price on him, so I I, I, try, I, I stuck a set on the car. And now I've had a couple of weeks with them on, and um, fantastic, uh, absolutely have changed the car tenfold. Like b- before with the the resins I had on there, first gear first gear launches I you know. I wouldn't get traction. I'd just spin. Second gear, you know, just, you know, kick out and still spin. This I can launch the. You know, I can launch the F6 in first gear. No wheel spin. Second, no chirp. No, no, it just hooks. Like from a dig, this thing just squats and plants and goes. And um, even coming out, coming out of a corner, you put you put your power down. It just just it just, it sticks. It's it's completely changed the car. If if I would have known how this would have happened ages ago, I would have done it. You know, I would have done it a long time ago. But it hasn't just handled the way it's, it's put the power down. It's um. These tires are that good, like in the corners. Um, you know, like the FC has got a bit of. It's a bit dead on center, but once you once you once you really turn it, it, it these tires like make it hook that that much better. Um, I, I gave it a I gave it a run through through some twisty roads on on, the, on my back way home a few weeks ago, like, like like two days after I picked it up, and um, just you know, I, I was shocked. The, the, this one point eight, also one one point seven ton ton car, handled the way it did. Um, it just—it was a testament to Dunlop and, and to the technology they've used in, in these tyres. They say they're going to get—you can get about twenty-five, thirty thousand k's out of them. Uh, that's with constant rotation. Yeah. But um, you know what? For the you know for the price, um, they're a really good tyre. What uh, what price were they compared to the Michelin's? Well, the Michelin's were more. So um, the Michelin's were—I think they were like three twenty-five a tyre. Okay. And um, I got I got the the, the Max Sport RTs for two forty five a time, but that that was a good that was a good price. Um, they're normally a bit a lot, lot a lot more than that. So I, I chucked them on the car and um, I took a punt, but um, it was it a paid it, off. It paid off. Yeah, it's I, I can't recommend them enough. Like I thought I'd just give I'd give a quick um, excuse me, uh, you know, just a review on them because you know just overall grip. I haven't tested them in the wet yet because um, I'm driven. <laughs> we haven't had any rainy days. Um, but in the dry, it's completely changed the car. It's um, it, it feels spectacular to drive. 
so it's you know uh, even on the laser when I change the tides I put um I put some uh, Goodyear uh, what were they Eagle Eagle F1 um, directional fives and you know just on a laser like you know it, it became an absolute corner corner demolisher so. You know, tyres are probably... I'm, I'm just got a big call from, for anyone to say, but I'm going to say tyres are the best mod you can do, on hands down. Certainly the best and one of the most important as well. Big time. It's it's the, the four bits that are keeping you on the road, and I've had a situation where we skimped out and gotten uh, <coughs> supercats um, <laughs> on, on one of our cars, and uh, the fact that worn-out Dunlops um, had pretty much the same level of grip as brand-new... Uh, Supercats, yeah. uh, you know, it's 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 a lot to say. And uh, the, the current the WRX currently runs uh, Pilot Sport threes, which I'm pretty great, happy great with. Tire, yeah. And uh, it, certainly on certain corners, it feels like it's on rails. Uh, it's probably also part of the four wheel drive system. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I definitely agree. Tires are a very good investment, and it's better to cheap out on other things, <laughs> and uh, not not only tires. Definitely not on tires. I know people that just put you know, just cheap sets on there. And- and just just flog them to death. But if you put a good set of tires on there, the car will will reward you. And also, you know what? Tires make such a difference in braking. You, people do, people don't realize, oh, you know, oh, your brakes will do the work. Tires do most of the work because they're what's hooking into the ground to, to stop you. So, um, yeah, like braking performance, I said, in, in, as, as I forgot to mention, has just improved as well. So, all around, go get a good tire. And um, I can't recommend those tires highly enough. So, if if you want something that that's gonna that's gonna help you help you corner corner well. And um, you know, you know j- just in general, be a much better car to drive. Okay, they they'll wear a little bit quicker, but it's a trade-off for performance. So can't can't uh, say high enough to to don't skip out on tires. It's one of the most important factors of of buying buying any parts for your car. Yeah, for my next set, I'll definitely give them a look. Yeah, uh, um, like for the price, man. Like they like because I, I was I was. I was dead set set on on Pilot Super Sports because everyone was like, you know, you know, everyone's raving about him. Uh, Matt Farrell's all he runs in all his cars, so I was like, yeah, you know what, I'm I'm gonna go for these, and they've they've got a really you know, good rap about him. But um, yeah, I was just really impressed with the tires. So so people don't skip on the tires. Always always go for go just spend that little bit extra money and, and get get something decent. So Julian, um, your brother has a, a Mazda three. He does, yes. And he'd have he's got the Max Sport, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, does he? <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, no idea. Sure. Yeah, well, 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 I spring it on me, it's fine. Well, you've driven this, you've driven the car, right? I have. I actually drove it. I drove it before him. I'm the one that picked it up. There you go. Yeah, lucky me. So, um, look, uh, my my mum actually just bought that same car. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to start doing a, a few more car reviews on 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 the, on the show. Hers is a hatchback. I think your brother's is, is a sedan. It is, yeah. Um, but the then there's not much differences in them. So, for example, um, first impressions, it's a really good car. Like, um, for, like, a first car or, you know, it's, it's, this is a 2010 car. Um, it's, only, it's, got, it's got low Ks on it. It's, like, 60,000 Ks. But um, for, like, a cheap, reliable form of transport that's, you know, economical and, I'm going to say it, fun, you can't really go wrong with a Mazda 3. And I, I could see why this car is, like, was the bestseller in Australia for, you know, for a long time. Um, just, just fantastic to drive. I, I'm, you've, you've driven your, your brother's is a manual. Uh, yes, it is manual. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm a fan of Mazdas in general because uh, I got a six. Yeah. Uh, but the three. Uh, see, I don't know a whole lot about cars. Like, it, it's all right to drive. I enjoyed it. Uh, but personally, I think it's probably a little too small. 
Um, overall, as a car, yeah. Um, how does it drive? I don't know. It has wheels and goes. <laughs> it's, it's great. <laughs> That's the best I've got. Well, from my from my perspective of the car, so it's it's a 2010 Mazda Mazda 3 Max Sport. Um, after driving the previous two generations, so like, well, um, uh, obviously the I drove the BK Mazda 3 SP23. I've, I've driven it. I've even driven a Mazda 3 MPS, and um, I drove the SP20, which is um, a 323, but it's it's the the, pre- the previous version. Um, this one's quite good. Uh, it's you know it's um it's actually surprised me. It's it's got a it's got a a lot of refinement for for a car of its price. Like it's the interior fit and finish is really really nice. It's really spot on. Um, just everything about it, like it's got quality plastics. I really, it's just a really nice. It's a, when you sit in there, it's a quite a really nice place to be. It's a bit odd, like some of the layout features. Like it's got like a little screen in, in like a little like a little gap. But um, overall, driving position is spot on. Pedals, they're a little bit off for hill towing, um, you know, on on the, on the downshift. But apart from that, like it's you know it's surprised it surprised me. Um, it's and it's it's got it's got a. Uh, compared to the previous generation, a, a superb turn-in. Like w- when you really throw it into a corner, it just it's bumps it and it just it just twists. Like it's got it's got a real it's, it, it rotates really nicely. Something you don't get in, in cars of that price range. So um, if you really want something that's cheap and fun, uh, I was speaking to to Nathan about it last week because he's looking at a car. Mazda threes are just a fantastic way to go. Um, okay, they're a little bit small compared to obviously Julian your, your Mazda six, mm-hmm. but you, you, you're getting um. You're getting a smaller car, but you're getting something that's a bit more, bit more agile and easier to park, mm. and and just in general fun. Like it's it's got it's got a very agile chassis. Um, if if you guys have ever driven or like you, you've driven one, but um, just it's just very rewarding to drive. But having said that, the dislikes from it, for some reason, it doesn't have a temp- temperature gauge, which is what I, it's something I really can't stand in new cars. They don't, they don't most new cars aren't, aren't coming out with temperature gauges, so when you overheat, it's just going to come up with overheat, and then you, but at that time you're, you're kind of just, you're kind of screwed. So it's pretty. It's pretty much dumb. Um, the electric steering—it's it's a bit lifeless on, on center. Uh, sorry, I'll just off center. So it's got—it's got kind of no feel. Most electric steerings don't really. The ride, because of like it's trying to be a little bit sporty, um, it is a little bit firm. So it can be a little bit jarring here and there. Um, another thing about the ride, because we we ride on Christian one, the yeah. Christians one a few times uh, a week sometimes. Uh, when you sit. Four large gentlemen in it. Uh, it sits very low to the ground, and uh, speed humps and uh, other things are not its friend. But if you've just got the one or two people in it, I don't, I don't believe it's as big of an issue. Well, I, I guess that's what that car car's kind of for. Like it's kind of for like you know, uh, you know, uh, single or couples, not not really family people like that. That um, you know, just looking for a first car. Um, uni students, you know, or you know, or people that just you know. They, they don't have like don't have to carry a lot of people around all yeah. the time. See, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I think I've noticed uh, recently there's a whole lot more whole lot more Mazda threes um, appearing. Like I, I know there's four people in my family that have got it, uh, and I think there's probably two or three people from where I work that actually have one. <laughs> so it's, just, it's amazing how much they're popping up now. They're, they're a popular car. We we pick up oil at uh, one Mazda dealership. I won't mention which one. And uh, every uh, we pick it up usually Fridays every two weeks, and usually there's at least three or four Mazdas being delivered to somebody that day. Yeah. Um, which is just you know we go to other dealerships as well. We don't see that same level no. of uh, car delivery, so yeah. they're definitely selling. But it's it's easy to see why. Like as I said, you know it, they're fan, they're a fantastic car. Like and um, for the money, because like they're, they're they're very well priced, even brand new, they're very well priced. Yeah. Um, you know, just they're, they're, they're great. I'll, I'll, I'm a I'm a big fan of it. 
Um, the, the gearbox is typical Mazda, lovely and, and, and like not notchy, but just sneaks into gear really nice. Uh, the clutch is very light, um, but very rewarding. It's pretty, it's pretty easy to use. Um, so almost the gearbox are really like a lovely thing to use, uh, especially in MX-5. I don't know if you ever guys have driven MX-5 there. Really nice to use. Got really good safety equipment standard. Um, you, you've got sides, you know, um, seat airbags, you know, front airbags, you know, side airbags. So it's it's a safe car. So if you're worried about safety, um, you know, if if you you're looking for your, you know, a car for your your first kid, or, you know, that's what that's getting their license. Mazda threes are, are a fantastic way to go. And it's got plenty. It's got plenty of headroom, which I was surprised about. In the back, a little bit less, but in, in the driving position, the driving side is pretty good. The driving position is pretty much spot on. And it's got a lot of toys in it, um, a lot more than I expected. It's got sat nav and you know a whole bunch of things, which is. It's got dual zone climate control, like you know, like, and this is stuff in a car in a car that's like twenty five grand, like you know, that, that was brand new at the door. So, considering at the time, uh, like a you have to go for like a G six E in a Falcon range, which is like you know pushing forty grand. You can see that it's they put a lot of spec in their cars, which is which is really good. But having said that, that's a different level of car. I believe a comparable Civic as well would probably be pushing close to the thirty, would it not? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, um, uh, an okay Civic will get you thirty grand. Like, if you want a top of the range, you got to just keep going. But having said that, with Mazda three, it's top of the range. Mazda three is now like they're in the high thirties as well. But second hand, fantastic buys. Um, I'm actually looking at one for uh, my my fiance's sister. She's getting a BK Series 2. We went to test drove it. They're just fantastic cars. Like, they don't really go wrong. You know, um, they, they, they've got their basic little issues, but apart from that, they're really, really good, solid little cars. So if you need a first car and you're, not, you're unsure where to start, go to Mazda first because, one, reliable as hell, and two, a fun, they're actually a fun car to drive. So if, if, you're, if you're not all, if, all about the driving experience, still, try, still test drive one because, you know, you, you will like it. Look, we've got to go to another break. We'll be right back after this. Back on Car Talk 98.9 Northwest FM, that was Mech with, uh, geez, I've the name of the song now. Um, Planogram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, okay, well, look, I said the name of the, of the group wrong before. It's Phantomgram. Um, but that was Mech with More Than a Miracle, which is a really good song. I think it's time for the car quiz. Alan, you ready? I, I think Julian should tag in today, personally. So Julian should tag in. And I'll help him out. Oh, look, I'll take it. If you want to take the points, Julian, just you're more than happy to. I hope everybody else is scared because they're going to get knocked off the leaderboard, just saying. Are they? Well, it's... Let the best. sounds so confident, Matt. What's up with that? Well, because um, there's a few hard questions today's quiz, and um, I'm not even sure I'm just going to help you with this They're not hard. No stress. I've got this. You got this? All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Question one. Can I phone a friend? No. Ford has today released a facelifted version of which model? It's all over Facebook and all over the car sites. Not over my Facebook. Uh-huh. Is it the Mondeo? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was Wait, me. Is it the Falcon? No. The is it the Commodore? Dead. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Mustang. Already? Yeah, a facelifted version already. Question two. Look, look, you guys can work together on this. All right? Oh, thank so, God. Woo. Question two. The, the Sagaris was made by which car company? Can we have a country of origin, please? Well, I can't give it to you because that's the next question. <laughs> Just for people at home, they're like, they're like whispering through the other Can we whisper into the microphone? 
Is it Chrysler? No. Ah, it's TVR. Oh, Question three. Um, oh, wait. The Subaru. Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll scrap that one. The Subaru Liberty is known as a Subaru what in other markets? Legacy. It is legacy. Oh, yes. I, I totally it. didn't tell Julian that one. <laughs> He's got a round of applause to the studio audience. That's hilarious. Question four. The Saab 92X was based on what car? Legacy. <laughs> is it the Subaru WRX? That is correct. Why? I totally didn't tell that one either. Question five. The EJ series of engines are made by what company? <laughs> Subaru. That is correct. Oh, we are killing. Give me a high five. Question six. Maybach is made by what company? There's <laughs> always one that ruins it for the team. The tension, the tension is building. Put it this way, Julian, you're doing alright. If you get everything right, you'll be on top of the leaderboard, equal with Luke. Wow, how good am I? Oof. But you, you can't get any wrong from here, are <laughs> It's definitely not super rude. <laughs> it's, it's definitely not. We can pass that for now, yes. Question seven. True or false? HSV released the LSA engine version of the Maloo. True. Hey, he didn't even get off for that one. It is true. I know that. Do you? Question eight. The Holy Caprice was exported to the US to be used as a what? A car. <laughs> Besides it being used as a car. Police car. Yeah. Oh, car. See, I almost said it the first time. Question. Where are we? Question nine. You know, uh, were cars made by what company? Uh, what car company? Union Wagons. I'll give you a hint. There were, there were, there were a company we were talking about before. But like, not in the quiz. Not in the quiz. Just like in general topics before. Is it Mazda? It is Mazda. Wow, I am good. So where am I at in regards to the leaderboard? Possibly just, just relax, relax. I'm excited. Question 10. Hold it announced its closing date. What month will it be in? I'm not is it this year? It is this year. It's not January. Well, no. August. No, October. December. <laughs> question. Oh, where are we? The, the one we skipped on. Maybach. Question six. May, Maybach is is made by what car company? Was, I feel like Maybach was a car company before. It was, but they kind of joined, like, well, they were bought by this car company, and now this car company is it's their top of the range vehicles. It's like their most exclusive cars. I'm trying to think of. There's a guy on YouTube that uh, he reviewed a Maybach. Very similar to what they're based on. Mercedes Benz? It is Mercedes Benz. Is it a Merc? <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven out of ten, Julian and, and um, Alan. That's not bad. bad. Look, I'll take I'll, that. I'll, I'll give that credit to Julian. Keep, he, he, he carried the team there. He carried the team. Put, can you put my name? Don't worry about that one. Julian only. Yeah, that's Julian only. <laughs> hey! Leave. 
was, that was the car quiz. So not bad, Julian, even though you've got help from Alan. Um, yeah, you, you did it all yourself, man. You did it all yourself. Well, that was that was the car quiz. Um, but it's some, some of the hard questions in there. Um, especially, like, I was surprised you knew about the, the Subaru, uh, the Saab 92X, because that, that, that was a question I was expecting the, no one to get. The only reason I know about it is because a YouTube video involving changing speakers on it. Uh, the, the, <laughs> it says a Subaru WRX, but the guy had a Saab 92X, so yep. I, I figured out they were, they were shared cars. Saab did weird, weird things uh, towards the end of their, in, end of their life. They, they were like, because they were bought out by GM, yep. and um, to, to, to cut costs, they were, they were pretty much basing all their cars off of General Motors products. So there was like an LS-powered um, you know, SUV that was a Saab. <laughs> so, Sounds they, like fun. So, they went good, apparently, but um, yeah... Saab is no longer, um, for, for various reasons. But um, yeah, so that's that's a bit of trivia for you guys. So if you've never seen never seen or heard of a nine two X, look it up. It looks pretty much exactly like a Subaru WRX wagon. It is just with the different front end and rear end. But um, apart from that, it's exactly the same. Same underpinnings. I think there's like minor differences here and there. But yeah, no, there's some 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 hard questions in there. But um, again, TVR TVR is a British car company. Um, they, they made they made some they made some really really cool cars. Um, they just they just do sports cars. Some they, they call them quite unreliable sports cars because they're British, but um, they're the sports cars nonetheless. So um, tonight, uh, right after this, so at around eight thirty, is the is the car meet again. We're meeting at Kebab Box on Sydney Road. Um, come down, get a kebab, whatever you like, and um, I'll, I'll be there. You guys are gonna be there. Yeah, we're, we're no, I'm coming. leaving. You're leaving? All right. Well, he's going to take his seven, 7 out of 10 on run. Um, and the studio audience is going to, is going to be there as well. So um, it's, you know, it's for, for, the, for the car community, just um, a quick heads up and some you know, housekeeping rules. Do not hoon. Do not drive like an idiot there because it is, one, a very um, controlled area. Two, there's a lot of people around. And three, we don't want to uh, wreck for car enthusiasts in general. Um, we're just there to, to, to enjoy and, and appraise each other's cars and to, and to, to meet up and have a chat. And eat kebabs. And eat kebabs, yes. Very important. That's, the, that's, the, that's the most important part of the, of the, of the topic. Um, but just, just like, because it's one, one, it is dangerous. If you're going to drive like an idiot, don't show up because um, uh, like uh, most events, they, they report um, uh, place to the police. You know? So we're trying to make events happen for the car community. Um, and not get the car community always looked down upon and be on shows like a current affair with people <laughs> saying... With sped up footage. But, sped, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're not making any allegations. No, <laughs> not at all. So, please, if you don't want to be on ACA... Um, <laughs> Today, tonight? Yeah. It's well, been a dream. It's a, if you want to be on there, Julian, by all means. Um, we'll get you on the bad tenant slash bad landlord. Kind that'll of, uh, 60 uh, minutes. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> 60 minutes. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, by all means, come down, you know, have, grab a kebab, and I'll, I'll be happy to hear from you. Um, I'll probably bring the, the recorder down, and we'll, you know, and, and we'll record some footage and probably play on play during the week. And if uh, Matt will be signing autographs and taking photos, so... I'll sign autographs, That's yeah. up to you. Five dollars per photograph. Yeah, and... We're, we're just, still figuring out the fees. Yeah, fees, yeah. <laughs> and um, I think a famous wrestler might be there as well, but, yeah. Who? John yeah. Cena? John, no, no. Now you won't see him. Don't worry about it. He will be there. John Cena will definitely be there. <laughs> uh, it's all good. We're going to get to our last song of the night. We're going to... Uh, where is it? Our latest song. We're going to tease uh, Spending Your Heart. You're back on 98.9 Northwest FM. That was Tease with Spending Your Love. Good track. Um, 
So we're pretty much out of time for tonight. Uh, hopefully, we'll see you guys down at the meet. Remember, strict rules, no hooning, no stupid behavior. That'll get the event shut down or, or cause, you know, obviously, uh, enforcement to, to come down. We just want to have, we just want to have a, you know, an enjoyable time and, um, you know, eat a kebab and just, you know, mm. chill with some nice cars. And so, no today, tonight, or current affair reporters, please. Please. <laughs> also, John Cena will not be there. Just, <laughs> to, to, just, to, to, just to make sure. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, so that's it for tonight. Um, keep it locked here on ninety eight nine Northwest FM. We've got some other great shows coming on later later tonight. Uh, Biohacker and all that. Thursday night we've got um, the Thursday waffle with uh, Fitzy and um, Doctor Rock. Always a good listening. Always good for dad jokes and you know just 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 general laugh. You know, general laugh and they play some good music. And uh, his show on the Monday night as well. Um, Dr. Rock's For Your Pleasure, which is a, which is really good listening. He talks about lots of events and um, things that are happening around, and 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 play some play some good music for, uh, from from all the eras, which is, which is really good listening. Um, and right before my show next week on a Tuesday night at six p.m., it's James's show. Give you give James a quick plug with uh, Man vs. Movies, six p.m. Always good listening. Keep in keep in touch on his Facebook page and on my Facebook page. Um, it's Car Talk T O R Q U E uh, with Matty J. Um, if you've missed any of our episodes previously, we've got a podcast up on Chat Engine. The podcast is on our on our Facebook page, so you can get the link from there. Go back, and we've got like we've got over, over twenty episodes now. So hopefully, we can get for for the next twenty. Um, but last of all, I'd like to thank you guys for coming in. So thanks, Julian, Julian, and Alan. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, no, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, am I now? It was it was your pleasure. Ah, <laughs> oh, Julian. Um, so. He's our he's our resident. Um, what, what should we say? Uh, dry humor specialist. Dry humor specialist. That's, that's exactly right. Because <laughs> you hate the dry humor. <laughs> um, so we'll see you same time next week at seven p.m. And in the meantime, keep it locked down here on on ninety eight point nine Northwest FM. This has been Car Talk with Matty J. Take it easy. <laughs>